You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerd! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 218. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my co-host, Rigel. Rigel in the building, man. It's just you and me. Just us two. That's right. Yeah. Just the two of us. You know what I'm saying? It's been a minute. It's been a minute since it's been just the two of it us. It has been. It has been. Because, you know, normally, you know, we have the other half of the gruesome twosome ant, mm. but uh, ants out this week. And uh, and I thought we were going to get CBJ. CBJ. CBJ teased the return. Almost got him. Almost, Almost got him. Almost got him. You know, CBJ got got important matters to uh to attend to as always. But it's all love, man. Whenever CBJ comes back, he'll be back in welcome arms like nothing never. Like he never left. He'll, you know what I'm saying? He'll come back stronger than ever with That's like right. a thousand more fan theories for us <laughs> all. Team Cross. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I ain't gonna lie, man. I've been thinking about a few theories too that I definitely gotta you oh. know talk to him about. Oh really? Yeah. What, what you got? Uh, I don't know. X Men theories. Okay. And um, and what else? Uh, Green Lantern theories. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, it, like those two franchises popped in my head, and I was just like going down a rabbit hole on YouTube, just you know watching you know comic book breakdowns and stuff, and I was like, you know what, man? What if the X Men? You know, I was like, oh, let me write this down. Because you know, when theories like this, I'm like, all right, where's CBJ at? Do you do you want to share with the uh, the class? I I'm not as well versed as CBJ, but I'm a lover of the X Men. Oh yeah, yeah, we all love the X Men, man. I think, and you know what? I think I spoke to CBJ about this before, but you know, like Professor X is like, is Professor X really, you know, good? You know, and I know there, oh. and I know there's storylines in the comics where it's like, uh, I don't know, you know, especially him and Cyclops, you know, had that beef. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm just thinking, you know, and I think the reason why is because X Men '97 is coming out this year, and I saw like I read a couple of articles on that, and people are super excited. And I think it was a comment because I was looking at the comments too, and it was like, oh man, I wonder if they're ever going to go down this rabbit hole if they do do that about professor x you know good is he like doing good for you know the mutants the people in the school you know kind of keeping them you know uh maintained i guess like keeping them in here and not you know going crazy but what if you know you're kind of holding them back you know that type of thing you know what i'm saying there's definitely two camps that you can be in that and i'm in the camp of magneto was right <laughs> magneto was right <laughs> No, it's uh yeah, like uh, Charles Xavier is a really interesting character because yeah. like he is kind of morally ambiguous, but not mm -hmm. in the ways that you think he would. Right. If anything, he's kind of like an example of like he's a naive liberal who like really does think, oh yeah, no, we can just if we work with the system and yeah. do it a certain way. Right. When uh like modern like a lot of new X Men comics like the whole um uh. Krakoa, uh, House of X, Powers of X storyline. Yeah. That's basically him realizing, yeah, no, humans suck. Yeah. I was, I was kind of wrong. We're going to just have a island. We're going to clone ourselves. Uh -huh. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time. It's wild out there. Going mutant orgy, everybody. There it is. We know what's happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you know theories like that. So um, you know, so nice. I guess you know. But uh, what's been going on with you? Man, uh, a lot of lot of good stuff, man. I am oh, really start excited. Start a new job on Monday. So hey, uh, let's go! So it's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah. Very excited for that. And um, yeah, honestly, I've just been just been chilling for the most part, watching some good TV, which I'll be talking about later on. Um, yeah, no, I've been I've been 
great. Yeah. I've, I've been reading Miles Morales comics. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> that's fire, man. Those are those pretty good. Just mm-hmm. finished the um the latest like 2018 run that like it literally just ended. Yeah. And got, gotta say, check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a good time. It's a really good time. Man, I'm so ready for this uh this new movie, yo. Mm. I'm so ready. I'm so ready to get back into the Spider Verse, man. I'm just, I'm just hyped for that, man. That's this year, right? That's the summer. Three I think. more months. Here we go. We're three months away. It's going down. It is going down. All right. Well, uh, well, as for me, man, you know, staying busy as always. You know how we do. You know, the grind never stops. Mm-mm. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely feeling it. But you know, I, I feel good though too, though. You know, what I'm saying it's like that satisfaction of like working hard. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I really, man, I'm tired, but I'm like, oh, but I, I did my thing. Like, you know, yeah. so, you know, it's always kind of like that balance, man. But also trying to find that equal where I'm like, all right, I'm just going to relax. I ain't doing jack. All right. I'm just kicking my feet up so I can catch up on, on these shows and movies that I still have yet to watch and all that good stuff. But we'll talk about all that in the review segment. But without further ado, you ready to go ahead and get started? Let's do it. All right, guys, breaking news, headlines, and unfortunately, we have some uh, sad news to report, man. Uh, last week, I think the day after it, we finished recording, right? Early the day after. Yeah, man. And I know if Ant was here, I ain't want to say it because I know they always say this, and I don't want to say because that's putting bad juju out there. You it know is. what I mean? Um, but unfortunately, we have to report on the passing of actor Lance Reddick, famous for his work on HBO's The Wire and John Wick. Um, he passed away at the age of 60. And uh, that was a shock, man. Because uh, when I saw it, like, grazed my timelines. TMZ, I don't know how TMZ does this, man. TMZ is better than the doggone government, man. I, I'm like, how do y'all find out this information? But that was the first place I saw. And I'm like, nah. But then again, TMZ is usually TMZ's on. Uh, they usually yeah. on point. And I was like, come on, man. Nah, man. Don't s-. And then John Wick 4 is literally, as of this recording, it's out. It's out. Right now. And I'm like, and that's a movie that I'm definitely going to go see. And I was looking forward to his performance. And of course, we all know Keanu is going to do his thing. Lawrence Fishburne, everybody. But his character, I was like, oh, man, he was just super stoic you know mm. and um and there's so many other things i mean obviously the wire i'm a huge fan of the wire one of the greatest tv series of all time in my opinion and uh but yeah man that when i saw that on my timeline i'm like you gotta be kidding me man that's crazy yeah yeah i was i was stunned when i saw that he passed away because like he, he again he's one of those actors that like he's been in so much i mean obviously his most famous roles being from the the wire and most notably john wick too mm-hmm. but like he was recently in uh the the resident evil netflix tv show he right. was he was wesker in yeah. that yeah um th- guys been in a lot uh and to see him suddenly go at like he was only like 60 mm-hmm. that's just god yeah that's just way too soon that's, yeah yeah, I was I was not okay. No, nah, me neither. Me neither. And it's I mean, just looking at his IMDb, like you were saying, the Resident Evil series. Also, he was Thomas Wayne in uh, Batman Unburied, the podcast series mm-hmm. that came out last year, which is an amazing podcast series. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you do yourself a favor and do that. Young Sheldon, Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, there's so many things you can go back and check out, but it's just still like shocking. And matter of fact, I did see that uh on the John Wick red carpet uh they were obviously asking you know keanu and the rest of the cast about you know a recent passing and how like just shocked and just devastated the whole cast is and they were saying so much great things about him like you know he's a light he was the heart and soul of the movie you know um so it's just man yo it's crazy yo 2023 it's like i don't know man it's shocking i don't even think they still have yet to as of this recording uh they haven't yet said what was the cause of death mm. so it's right now it's kind of like we just don't know but you know and it's funny well it's not funny but it's just crazy we're just talking about it before we start recording about you know one of my biggest fears is just you know you're just there one minute and you just fall out yep and yep. Uh, and that's it and it's like god man like brain aneurysm brain yeah, aneurysm yeah, yeah, just yeah. suddenly boop you're gone now yeah like, man. um no i don't like that at nah. all at all at all but uh but yeah man definitely you know sad unfortunate passing man it's just like gosh man another 
Another one of our greats, the, man. The twenty twenties are being ruthless. Man. They are. I don't like getting older. Make the wheels stop. <laughs> I don't. I don't want this anymore. Yeah, yeah, and um, and you know, going off of that, uh, we have to make mention as well to Jurassic Park star Sam Neill revealed to the public that he's currently in stage three cancer, uh, right now. So, uh, yeah, man, that's uh another tough, devastating, uh. Re- news report to uh to t- tell you all the listeners out there and uh you know just definitely want to send some uh you know positive energy and uh good vibes to sam neil yeah. you know this is a this is a fight right here man and you know cancer sucks we all know this you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i think we can all agree for the one of the few times all of us i don't care if it's nerd politics whatever we can all agree that cancer sucks we know mm. this and uh and sam neil you know just revealed that uh that he's fighting right now so if know. if i could give cancer a swirly if i could give cancer a knuckle sandwich there we go if i could pow burn down cancer's house yes and then drop it off in a ravine in the mm. Grand Canyon. Yes. Ooh, how boy, how oh, I would. Man, oh man. I think we would all be on board with that, man. We all, you know. Send John Wick to kill cancer. Exactly. <laughs> That's John the Wick. next impossible task. That'd be great. And, you know, John, we got to send John Wick, Chuck Norris. Who else are the unbeatable people out Ooh. there? We got to get, get the whole cast of the Expendables. Whole cast of the Expendables. Yeah. yeah. We got to get them all, man. I mean, because cancer, bro. Gosh, man. And it's... And Gandalf the Grey, and Gandalf the White, and Monty Python, and the Holy Grail's Black Knight, and Sylvester Bussolini, and the Blue Mini, and Cowboy Curtis, and Johnny the Genie, Robocop, Terminator, Kevin Kirk, Darth Vader, uh. Lopan, Superman, every single Power Ranger, Phil S. Crespin, and Theodore Logan, Spock, The Rock, Doc Ock, and Hulk Hogan. All of them. That's right. That's right <laughs> that's, right there. That's from the uh, the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny for <laughs> all you out there. For cool cats. Yeah, man. Cool cats out there, man. But yeah, so uh, definitely want to send, you know, major positive vibes to uh, actor Sam Neill. And of course, our condolences to the loved ones and family of Lance Reddick, who passed away at the age of 60. All right. And, um, and we're going to go ahead and move on along to... The world of the Snyderverse. <laughs> Last week, Roger, I know, I know you said what you said. Yo, you went on a whole tangent. I last don't week. regret it, and that's the, I don't take it back. That's either. the funniest thing. I just feel like the universe is just laughing right now. Like last week, the universe knew what was happening, and they're like, "All right, I'm gonna let Roger go ahead, go ahead, do yep. your thing. Just hey, just know, <laughs> just give me a couple of days." <laughs> and boy, oh boy, so it looks like that whole little mystery transmission of Dark Side on Zack Snyder's Twitter was basically alluding to the full circle event. Zack Snyder's bringing the Snyderverse full circle and uh, looks like it's happening a three-day event screening of his DC films, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Zack Snyder's Justice League is set for April. And uh, I believe it will culminate in an IMAX screening of the Justice League Snyder Cut R-rated four-hour re-edited edition of the 2017 theatrical release that went to streaming on HBO Max in 2021. Uh, also, he said that um, that is, the event will raise funds for a heroic cause, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and the Autumn Snyder Tribute Fund. As we know, uh, he lost his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so that's a great cause. You know what that I'm saying? Is, yeah. So, you know. I, I give the guy... Uh, props and credit for that he is doing this all for the the right reasons yeah this is a like this is a way for him to like capitalize on this huge fandom that he has to actually like do good for something serious like a mental health crisis and suicide prevention yeah so uh good on him for that Mm -hmm. uh that that being said oh here we go <laughs> Are you still on it? I'm still on it. Damn. I'm still man. okay. So like I, I think you and Ant alluded to oh, what if it's just a like a theatrical release for yeah. the Snyder Cut? So we were on point. Which, yeah, you were on point. You yeah. had it down. Yeah. Uh I'm still of the mindset of like okay. 
mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I even say this as someone who, uh, again, as I reiterated last week, didn't care for man of steel or Batman versus Superman. Mm. I did really like, uh, the Snyder cut version of justice league though. It, okay. It All was, right. it was a solid movie, but like four hours in an IMAX. Like yeah. that's a come on, let's do it. That's a long time. Come on, that's right. I had to watch this. I had to I had to take multiple pee breaks during the snack. <laughs> if I didn't have that pause button, yeah. I, I don't know if I would have made it. Hey man. Um and yeah, just just the same aspect of like I know Zack Snyder's coming from a, a good place with this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but by God, there's still those troglodytes out there that are just like, oh, if we keep this up, we'll be able to get what we want again. And it's like, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, this is this is it. Uh huh. You're the ultimate culmination. Yes. You got the Justice League Snyder cut. Yes. On the big screen. Yes. No more. Uh, no moss. Come on, man. No moss. No moss. No. Dang, man. None of the mosses. Yeah. Well, you know what? I and that's the thing too. It's uh, I just to look at Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder seems like the coolest guy, and from everyone that's worked with him, they all say you know he's a great guy. He seems cool, but yeah, the fan base, you know, he can't help it, man. But you know what? He does flame him though, like or, or oh, yeah. fan, fan the flames. I don't want to mean flame, him, but fan the flames of because he knows his fan base is rabid, and it's like. Hey, I'm just going to, you know, do a little bit, but I'm cool though. Hey, you know, I yep. can't help what they do, but you know, I'll throw a little bit out there, you know? And also, mm. you know, he's doing that just to throw at WB's face. Cause right now, you know, James Gunn, he's going through it right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I see why his uh, hair is super white. I'm honestly feeling like, you know, it ain't a style choice. I mean, if it is, looks good on him, right. but I feel like a lot of that is stress, bro. The fingernails are going to turn black soon, yeah, too. Yeah, man. You know, it's like, ah, that's, he's uh, he's in an uphill battle. I do have faith in James Gunn. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, you know, when this happened, I'm like, all right. And I've seen, you know, some YouTubers that I follow that are Snyder fans and just seeing their reaction. Some of it is like, yeah. And others like, oh, oh, this is all, this is all this is. You mean that? That's, that's my point. Like yeah. that, that should be it. You should be happy that it is just a movie yeah. and not something else. That's, I don't know. Dark side spinoff thing. Right. Freaking. I don't know. Orion's off circle jerking <laughs> in a black hole somewhere, whatever the hell else. Yeah. Uh, you know, just it's for Snyder Cut fans out there. Mm-hmm. Enjoy watching Batman versus Superman on yeah. an IMAX screen. Enjoy watching Lex Luthor piss in a jar and tell <laughs> tell you it's freaking what is it? Uh, Grandma's peach tea, uh, peach lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened. Damn. Remember that? I don't. A jar of piss. Nah, I don't was remember that in at all. That movie. I don't remember that at all. It was. I don't remember. Let's not play revisionist history I don't here, my friend. That, that at there all. was a jar of piss on a senator's desk, <laughs> I don't and she hear flipped that. it over, and it said "Grandma's Peach Lemonade," and she knew it was from Lex <laughs> Luthor because she said, "Don't give me a jar of piss and tell me it's Grandma's Peach Lemonade," uh, which is the weirdest freaking saying ever and then a handicapped man blew up yeah Yeah. that happened hey man it gets real in the side of verse man what can i tell you what what you want me to say you know what i'm saying man it gets real out here the streets are hot with (laughs) grandma's peach tea and handicapped people exploding whoa hey man Man. you know sometimes some people can't survive the side of verse man that's all you gotta be ready you know stay off the streets grandma's peach tea is out here (laughs) it's crazy out there man but uh but yeah so I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing the reaction, um, and it's uh, of course from what I can tell, it's a whole con, I guess. So this is just all dedicated to Zack Snyder, which is like, all right, you know, I'm interested to see the highlights from it. That's what I want to see because he's already, I believe, he's put up posters of uh, Henry Cavill Superman, of course, and a uh, Dark Side, and you know, so you know, we'll see what happens, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. Like you said, I'm happy for the Snyder fans out there because this is the first time. When is this? Yeah, this is the first time I've seen an outcry that actually resulted in the audience getting what they wanted. I think Sonic was the next one, right? Sonic was the other big one. Gotcha. Yeah. 
And um, that's, yeah, I really can't think of, uh, for it to be of this magnitude. I mm. have I have yet to see something like that. So, hey, man, the people spoke and, you know, yeah, that's that's one of those conspiracy theories that's like, you know what, not nah, it's true. Because I ain't gonna lie, I, me and CO would sit here and be like, man, ain't no, ain't no slider cut, man, it's a wrap. Oh, but yeah, it's like, no. nah, it's out here. And I'm like, all right. I, I, got- I was thoroughly in the camp of the, the, the Snyder cut isn't actually real. Yeah, and then it turned out oh, it was partly real. I'm right. still, I'm, I'm still very still much convinced that like he was just saying stuff at one point mm-hmm. and just knowing that would get a reaction. Oh, yeah. and then when he was like, "Oh, I actually have to make this. Uh, I need to do all these reshoots. Yeah, we got to bring everybody quote, unquote, in. Reshoots real yeah. quick. Yeah, of course I planned on Martian Manhunter to be in there the entire time. Yeah. Oh, whoa, time. Wait, wait. Oh, I actually have to put Martian Manhunter. Uh, I mean. I wanted Green Lantern, <laughs> but I guess Martian Man. Yes, Martian will have to do. All right, okay. Well, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens, man. I'm definitely yeah. excited. I'm gonna stay on the social medias to find out the reactions of the uh, Snyder Con 2023. All right, but you know what? We're gonna keep it in the world of DC because uh, another interesting story came out: Shazam Two. And uh, right now, it's not doing the best at the box office. People are kind of, yeah, go ahead, hit that. Uh, Yeah, man, it's not doing all that well. Uh, It's very split, obviously. The people that have seen it, most of of the people I've seen who saw it were like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's not not that bad. Like, Shazam 1 was better, but this was still a good movie. Where you have other people who are like, nah, man, I ain't watching this, man. And also... Uh, word got out that uh, or Zachary Levi himself uh, Shazam uh, actually posted on his Instagram story something very uh, particular. Yes. I, I heard inklings of this. Yeah. I, uh, I heard rumbling, rumblings in the fandom going on. So, mm-hmm. so how'd The Rock screw up this time, J-Rock? <laughs> how'd The Rock mess up? Oh, man. Well, rumors are that, because these are all rumors, these are all alleged, but uh, The Rock didn't want any parts of Shazam being a part of of black adam and he definitely didn't want to be a part of shazam either or in the shazam film i should say he basically was like nah he's he's kind of he like he little bro right now you know what i'm saying i'm my focus is me and superman that mean me and henry cavill them the top two right now man i ain't don't put me in no shazam nah don't even mention me in the same breath as that little boy over there you know and uh yeah and also there's rumors that the rock in his contract you know again alleged that uh he's never supposed to lose um yeah and uh, what else it's just something else too but he's definitely not ever supposed to lose and he wanted to really be the higher power of of dc so Dwayne Johnson, are you actually Black Adam? Are you actually uh, Adam, whatever the character's name is? Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Now, (laughs) if these are true, if these are true, if these are true, that's all. Um, But yeah, to the point where this is where people are like, oh, I think this is really true because Zachary Levi kind of posted or reposted a Instagram story on his story basically saying, yeah, the reason why Shazam 2 is getting, you know, flack and all of this is doesn't have nothing to do with me. Hey, fans, I'm just here trying to do the best I can. It's a good movie. Go see it. Mm -hmm. But uh, he reposted that story about The Rock, you know, kind of just being, uh, uh, I guess, the arrogant, mega cocky superstar where it's like nah uh uh-uh like you'll never see that shazam black adam versus where that's the you know story that we've all seen in the comics that's the arch nemesis of freaking shazam but uh yeah so he reposted the story and that's why people like oh no the rock really liked this like and then he re and then he you know Mm -hmm. walked it back on a like, I believe it was like an interview. He kind of walked it back and saying like, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not blaming Dwayne Johnson. I'm just saying that I had nothing to do with it. I call BS on that. It, that's a, I call oh, no. so BS on that. Bro. I let's say, oh no, The Rock's going to beat me up. Yeah. Uh, I take it back. I take it back. No, like, yeah, he got a phone call. That's what that was. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what that sound like. 
got a phone call or a text message somebody aging and like hey bro what are you doing it, it really just goes to show like the the how there was absolutely no direction for any of dc stuff yeah after after the snyder verse stuff uh like how the hell how i know why because the massive ego that is Dwayne Johnson is enough to like take up the entire universe. Like, holy hell! <laughs> holy, put that in a con again. Allegedly, allegedly, put it in we got a contract yeah. that you can never lose. And then thinking back on that, like on Black Adam, I was like, I don't think he did actually lose in that. Yeah, because no, like he surrenders mm -hmm. himself. Yeah, he doesn't actually lose a fight at all in nah, that he movie. Don't lose nothing. Which is why that bo movie was boring as shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's so stupid. Like, I've we've been over this a million times. Like, yeah, how are you going to do a Shazam movie? Shazam building him up as a franchise character mm -hmm. without having his big main arch enemies, ne nemesis Black Adam being the end game or final antagonist. Yeah. Of that. Like, not even considering that. It's like, nah, you ain't on my level yet, man. Like, Come on, man. It's it's so stupid. Right. I, I will say, uh, in response to the movie, I haven't seen it yet. Mm -hmm. I was super excited to to go see it. And in some ways, I still am. It's getting, uh, like split reviews the Very. same way that like Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania was getting reviews, where it's like very low critic score, but mm -hmm. audiences seem to be enjoying it. Yeah, I feel like again, haven't seen the movie yet. I feel like when I do watch it, I'm still going to have a good time because this movie presented itself as Billy Batson going on a dumb adventure with mm -hmm. his friends and not really like a big world ending crisis like what Quantum Mania was trying to present itself as. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just kind of like, I'm tired. Mm. I'm tired. Yeah. I... I'm ready for the freaking James Gunn stuff to just start happening. Yeah. Um, just get get the flash out, get it over with. <laughs> I was gonna I say. I guess Aquaman's also still happening. Oh, that's right. I forgot Aquaman's happening. And oh yeah, Blue Beetle's happening. Blue Beetle, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We got those to look forward to, but it's like, man, this is this is just. 10 layers of dumb. Yeah, it's crazy. Why is this so dumb? I don't know. Why'd you make a dumb Dwayne Johnson? Nah, I don't know. You just had to put on spandex and fight a 10-year-old boy in a <laughs> man's body. That's all you had to do. It's easy money. Easy money. Easy money. Yeah, you could have had an entire movie where it's literally just you beating the crap out of Billy Batson, yeah. and then the sequel is Billy Batson rises up and is actually the antagonist that you want to fight. Mm. Brock, mm. Dwayne Johnson. Hey, oh, mm. oh, man. All right. It's getting heated, man. Dwayne. But, <laughs> but look, hey, again, this is all alleged, all right? We yeah. don't know. We don't know. But, uh... Yeah, man, it's, it is. It's very. Uh, oh, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, I'm. I'm with you, man. I'm. I'm ready for James Gunn to hit the reboot. At first, I was like, uh, but now I'm like, yeah, this is too. This is too messy, man. Mm -hmm. We got. We got to start over like ASAP. But uh, we have to wait and see what happens, man. Shazam two. Have you all seen it? Let us know, cause uh, yeah, I'm just. Uh, I I know a few friends of mine. They're kind of like, nah, it ain't. I think just the energy is just bad for this movie unfortunately uh but i'm still gonna see it so uh expect a review from uh from at least the two of us anyway <laughs> I, you will expect to see me in your local cinema at some point sitting there like lenny and that one simpsons meme where like i'm just seriously focused lips are like pursed and fingers are on lips yeah just staring at the screen with a uh, critical eye yeah mm, yeah mm, that, that's gonna be me that's yeah. gonna be me. No, there are a lot of Lennies out there now that you say it. I'm just like, God, man, there's a lot of Lennies. I'm out not there. a Lenny every day, but what I'm a Lenny. Oh, you're, I'm all a Lenny. Lenny. you're all the way. All the way with it. All right. Well, uh, let's find out. Let's get your Lenny face on for this story right here. Cause uh the drama doesn't seem to stop here. Now we're going across the street to the world of the MCU. 
uh, Marvel's president in charge of VFX and animation was reportedly fired. Uh, Victoria Alonso, the longtime Marvel president in charge of physical production, post-production, VFX and animation was fired at the behest of Disney co-chair Alan Bergman, according to a new report from Variety. Uh, the report follows Alonzo's sudden departure from the company, which surprised many observers. Alonzo has been with Disney since 2006, and she was known as one of the company's most influential producers. Her work dates back to 2008's Iron Man, where she was a co-producer and visual effects producer. All right, so still unclear why Alonzo was fired, though problems around Marvel's visual effects have been in the news for quite some time now. Like you were saying, the aforementioned Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And, uh, but it looks like Alonzo was reportedly blindsided by the decision, and even Kevin Feige, who was her direct boss, was apparently not involved at all in the decision. So, yeah, I can I can tell you why she got fired. Yeah, it's because these movies look like shit nowadays. <laughs> you got the round of applause. <laughs> I'm giving myself a round of applause on that one because good, finally we can. Uh, okay, and this comes from someone who I again, for the most part, yeah. absolutely loves the MCU, uh-huh. loves this content, yeah. and I don't mind if graphics don't look as good mm-hmm. some of the times. Like I can take shoddy VFX. Yeah. Uh, VHX uh, special effects. VHS, you it. know, yeah, the VHS, tapes. That's yeah, the tapes, you the, know. The, oh, yeah, yeah, those <laughs> things, yeah. Remember when the tapes... They don't were, remember that. They yeah, don't remember no, that. They don't remember no, that, don't. no. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, even I will admit, these mm. movies, they they don't look good some, most of the times. Mm. It's like, like uh, Wakanda Forever looked good, and that's mm. because they put all of their money yeah. in that basket. Yeah, they weren't like, messing that up. They knew they knew not to mess that one up. No, they were like, okay, yeah. this is the big one. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie, like now, like looking back on it, because I only seen it another time, because I, I just can't take the emotion. But right. <laughs> only, my heart can only break for so many times, y'all. But going back on it, it's not a lot of visual effects in uh, Wakanda Forever. No, now, I mean, obviously you got the water, the um, when they go to uh, 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 Tukon, uh. I can't pronounce. I, My friend, I am very white. I'm not going to mess. Oh, I'm not taking this camera. I mean, I'm fine. I'm not messing it up. I'll do it. I'll, you know what? Either I way. I think it's like Tulacan. Tulacan. Yes. Right, right. So obviously the visual effects there, which looked great to me, uh, but I'm biased, but still, uh, it just seems like a lot of it was grounded. Um, so, but like you were saying, obviously with the pandemic, you know, just the, the VFX artists that got super frustrated about being overworked because mm-hmm. obviously there's so much content now that Disney is putting that MCU flavor out there so much so where people are, you know, the VFX artists getting stressed out. So yeah. and it seems like she's taking the blame for it. And they're like, all right, we got to we got to let you go because this is just it's been bad, you know? Yeah, I'm it's awful that someone got blindsided, fired like that. But I think end of the day, this could very well be a good thing. If okay. nothing else, this means that like there is going to be some change in how these movies look and how they're going to be made moving mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. And if that means slowing things down and like, by God, not getting three movies in a single year, gasp, mm-hmm. hush, I said it. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. Take, take your time. Make sure things look good. Make it look creative and right. visually engaging again yeah like like remember when iron man one came out mm-hmm. god yeah god that was such a good time yeah and it was a gamble nobody it was nobody knew iron man was a c c plus character at best mm-hmm. all right not too many people knew about iron man but also too this just goes to show you that it in my mind you know i'm, I'm thinking a little deep with this right it's like okay What's harder? Is it harder to get to the top or stay on top? And I and I I feel like it's harder to stay on top because I just for me just from watching the MCU MCU's been dominating and they work their asses off to get there, but now that they're on top, or you know it's like it's kind of shaky because you got the biggest target on your back 
And now people are saying, "Uh oh, how long can they stay up there? Oh, this movie mm, wasn't that good. Oh, you hearing the rumblings about people not, you know, VFX artists getting frustrated. Oh, what's going on? The, The shows aren't really what's happening. And I just feel like there's a lot of people who are like just waiting for the eventual downfall of the MCU. So now the challenge is now like this is the real deal. Now this is the challenge. Like phase. We're in phase five now, right? We're in phase five. Phase five now. Phase four was kind of uh, a lot of people. I enjoyed it, but a mm-hmm. lot of people didn't. So it's like, all right, they got to start from the beginning again, you know. <laughs> so yep. that's just in my mind. So even taking out of let's take it out of MCU or what have you, it just made me think about like, man. I mean, what would you rather do? Is it harder to get to the top or to stay? As someone who just watched all the Creed movies recently, I yeah. do agree it is harder to stay at the top once you're <laughs> once you're freaking there. Seriously, man, that's a that's a lot of pressure, and you know you got you got a big company like Disney that are expecting their the investors they they want their money, so it's like y'all gonna y'all gonna put these <laughs> these shows and movies out. Yeah, it's it's also one thing to be like, oh yeah, we're we're at the uh, the top firing at all cylinders Mm -hmm. but it's also another thing maybe like we're on the top we're also fighting with one arm tied behind our back which is what they're doing because they haven't brought in the x-men yet oh man yeah talk about it talk about it talk about it talk about it that's what we're waiting for oh that's what we're waiting on we know i feel like they know this too and it's just you know and i understand it's like all right you gotta you gotta know when to drop it you got to know when to actually come with it. You're going to do it. You got to do it right. And maybe this is something that they're learning. Like, all right, phase four, the people ain't really rock with it as much as we would hope they would. So we really got to take, maybe they're doing that. Maybe they're actually listening. And Kevin Feige, he's a smart guy. I'm sure he his, oh, yeah. his ears to the streets. He knows that the people are like, uh, I don't know, you know. So uh, it's going to be interesting, though. But I, I feel like, you know, I feel like this could be a good thing because now they're like, all right, we can't. You know, or maybe this is something that Disney finally realized. Like, all right, look, hey, y'all, we got to have to chill out a little bit. We we love yeah. the money, right? We need the money, but we got to we got to make the people love us again. You well, know? With, yeah, with Bob Iger coming back. Yeah, I think that was a huge part of him being like, yeah, let's uh, focus on quality once more. Yeah. Quality. Quality. You know, let's make sure the Big Mac tastes good before we shove it out there once more. I don't let's know, make man. sure that uh, that uh, Thousand Island dressing we slather on the hamburger Ooh. actually is Thousand Island dressing and not um. Not what is this you got here? Some Rat ban- poison. Some banned substance that uh you know we're not uh not liable to talk about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, man. Uh, so we will have to wait and see, man. I'm very interested, man, and uh just seeing where where Marvel goes, where the MCU goes from this but uh got faith in him you know what i'm saying uh but we have to wait and see what happens all right and uh in our final story uh we go into the world that i love so much the world of my teenage mutant ninja turtles baby we got the movie coming out movies coming you know what i'm saying it looks very spider-verse like which is what mm-hmm. i love this I, i'm liking it you know um you know how critical i am of my turtles they my number one of number one so i'm always very like Ugh. i'm i'm uh lenny when it comes to my turtles anything else oh, i like it it's cool but my turtles don't you mess up my turtles now uh but it looks like there's going to be a god of war inspired tmnt the last ronin game that's in the works y'all in the works now if you know of tmnt the last ronin i mean that's one of the most popular ninja turtle storylines of all time and to this day i refuse to read it all right oh yeah no that that's i'm not reading that break your heart yeah no i i know what the story is i'm not reading it you know how many people come up to me (laughs) on a basis that always ask me hey man you heard of the last ronin yeah i know it i'm not buying it i'm not reading it i see the new figures that come out the pops the the uh what's the other big company NECA. all all of them no i don't want none of them i don't want none apart i don't want to be a part of none of that all right because that story y'all trying to rip my heart out too many times i'm not doing it but this game though so when you say based on God of War, do you mean like the original God of War games or is it more like the the more modern God of War games? Because uh, the combat is fun. Like I love all of those games. Yeah. But I feel like th- with a 
with something like this, something akin to like the original God of War games would mm-hmm. be more well suited for it. Where it's like you're you got like the overhead view of it instead of it being over the shoulder. Okay. And it's literally just you running around, just swinging around nunchucks and beating up all the bad guys that come in your way or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Something more along those lines. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I don't really see the um over the shoulder mechanic working too well with well no then again I said that with the new God of War games and those are some those of the best games I've ever played in my life. <laughs> so you know what I'm just gonna shut up. I'm no, you did. Well, you know what they didn't uh, specify you know which God of War game that they're kind of base it off. But basically, Polygon broke the news in an interview. Uh, I believe Doug Rosen, oh, is the senior vice president of games and uh, emerging media at Paramount Global, and uh, so basically, it still kept under under raps so but they just said that it's going to be akin to the god of war with the last ronin i'm like all right well is is the last ronin going to be escorting casey jones son around the entire time yeah and he's going to be an intricate part of the amazing combat it could be it could be i don't know man i don't know but you know what i am excited that the world of tmnt is still in the you know the mainstream that's when you know what and it's that's one thing I always will say about TMNT. I feel like TMNT, to me, is still, I mean, it's not, I don't know, it's not underrated, but it's like, I feel like it still doesn't get the the props that a Marvel or DC gets, because it's like, they're pretty independent, and like, they did their thing while those two behemoths, yeah. like, like I, everybody knows the giant superheroes of DC and Marvel, but the Ninja Turtles is like that that special franchise, that special IP that's lasted and still going. And I feel like, yo, man, yeah, you know what I'm saying? If anything, this kind of proves the fact of like it's harder to stay on the top than it is to, to get to the top because like, mm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles used to be everywhere like they dominated so much of the uh the 80s and yep. the 90s like everyone had teenage mutant ninja turtle stuff That's what i'm saying i grew up on teenage mutant ninja turtles and it was like well after they were past their their prime quote unquote mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and they've just they've lasted yeah they haven't gotten back to that at least that, i like, think they have where they're like fever pitch everywhere yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah. like there's still a point where like most people know who the teenage they know who the turtles, turtles are. are yeah like i think you just ask any random person on the street name the ninja turtles okay Who's your favorite ninja turtle who, exactly yeah. i'm like oh man we could have a whole 30 minute discussion on the turtles but uh but yeah i am excited that uh that this news is happening i mean you got the movie coming out so i feel like paramount they know what they're doing they putting some more little tidbits out there to get the the fans excited for tmnt which i'm always super uh hype for all right well uh well if the game come out i'm gonna watch it but i i mean i don't want to watch storyline because y'all yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, watch the combat I, I fast forward yeah past I, let the, me the yeah emotional bits. yeah that's it that's it all right y'all well uh looks like that about wraps up our news for this week and as always yo, if we miss a news story uh, or by the time this episode drops i'm sure there's probably gonna be 20 more stories that happen so make sure you follow us on the socials at the comic section so you stay in tune for all the latest news and headlines when it breaks all right and next up we'll move right Right on along to coming soon previews where we have one preview one trailer to talk about and we'll bring up another yes. uh, teaser trailer or i guess that was official trailer cinematic masterpiece yeah yeah so uh the first one though we got to show love to the mighty morphin power rangers y'all know what it is man y'all look we've talked about it mm. was it like last month sometime when they announced this oh yeah it was it Ooh, yeah, that was about a month ago that they announced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. So uh, Netflix, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always April 19th. And um, and it is kind of like bittersweet because, you know, recently we lost Jason David Frank, yeah. Tommy. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, so the world of Power Rangers reuniting after 30 years. It's crazy. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Well, let's let's get into it, man. All right. Let's take a look. <laughs> These years, I found a new body. Wait, Repulsa? No, it, it can't be. It's time for revenge! She killed Mom. We gotta destroy her. This is Ranger business, okay? Let us sort this out. 
Rita's creating a time portal. I'll kill you before Zorda makes you rangers. We gotta make sure Rita doesn't hurt anybody else. Attention, Power Rangers! Get to your assigned stations now! Once a ranger, always a ranger. It's morphin' time! Your Moon Rangers! You wanna fight? You found one! You got this! Good luck! Now it's a reunion! Messing with this place was a big mistake. Don't worry. You saved the world before. All right. Uh, I am not ready. You ain't ready. Look, hey, I y'all. I am not ready. This looks so good. Yeah, but, oh. man. For the listeners out there, man, Rigel sporting the uh, the Pink Ranger t-shirt, man. Pterodactyl. I, s- I stole this from my fiance. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm like, yo, that is fire, man. That is dope. You know how there's the uh, the girlfriends that steal their boyfriend's hoodies? Uh, yeah, you I'm, doing- the, I'm the husband that steals their uh, their fiance's uh, tank tops and nah, puts them as muscle shirts. No, nah, yeah, she do got some dope clothes. <laughs> she man. does. I ain't gonna lie. In some states, this is technically illegal right now. <laughs> but, um, oh my God, this looks so good. Yeah. This looks so good. Man. Um, I am not ready for, because they, they basically pay tribute to the fact that like the Yellow Ranger yes. isn't there anymore. Yeah. Because that actress also passed away. Yeah, um, man. Man. Trini. Older, Tr- Trini, thank you. Trini's Trini, daughter. Yeah. Yeah, man. Freaking... Billy, man. Billy. The Blue Ranger. Blue Ranger, baby. Stepping up. Stepping up. Ooh. Billy got my boy Zach. You yep. know what I'm saying? Zach looking, look, hey, they both look the same. You know what I'm saying? I'm super hyped, man. And you see like cameos from other past Rangers. Uh, man, oh, man, yo. But uh, one thing that stuck out, though, you do see the Green Ranger in this. You do. At one point, you see at like, one point. all six Rangers like running together. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't I'm know. A little, yeah, I I'm know. a little worried. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how that's going to work. But I mean, it went, I mean, depending on when they filmed it, because I like, was wondering we about didn't that. Lose Jason until like like right before the new year, right? Yeah. So, so I was. So they. He could be. He in might it. be in it. This might be his last live action. Oh role. god, y'all, y'all are trying to break my heart. Look, hey, look, man, come on now, nerd, uh, nerd Jesus, right. <laughs> you killing me right now? All right, just say nerd Jesus. Yeah, nerd Jesus. Whoever, <laughs> hey, man, whoever's in charge of nerd heaven right now, that's over, you know, overseeing all of this, you know, nerddom. All right, you done broke my heart three times. Okay, all right. I'm. Uh, what do you want? I mean, I would. I mean, Lord I give Jesus you, is just looking down upon you, like, uh, yeah. my child. You did not. You did not tithe enough spider. I'm saying I, I've given you all my tithes and offerings. I mean, what else do you want? I Me, mean, keep breaking my heart, man. We need you to read more of the New Fifty Two. You must <laughs> suffer more. <laughs> Dang, man, what's going on? But yeah, if they, if he's in this, man, it's whew, man, bittersweet. Mm-mm. Um. I would have loved if the original Pink Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson, was in this, man. I, I was uh, missing her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we reported on the story, and I, I, yeah, yeah, it was, I guess, you know, contract. You know, I don't want to say it was about the money, but it sounded like it was. Uh, you want to hit that news button? Oh, the new button? There? Yeah. yeah I, I can see if I can. Let me see if it'll, if it'll work. We're going we're gonna to give this a shot here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, yeah, we, we might have to hit that. Uh, yeah, I think... Hey! Boom! Shout out to the Million Dollar mm-hmm. Man, Ted DiBiase, right there, man. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know, man. But I'm, I am looking forward to this. And uh, it's super campy, uh, which yeah, is what the course. Power Rangers is all about. They brought back Rita Repulsa, but she's like... Uh, 
like she's a, like a mech robot, like a now. robot. Yeah, they, uh, they, <laughs> they gruntilded her. Oh, via that's good. Banjo Tui. Yes, that's what they did. Yeah, that, Rita Repulsa and uh, Banjo Kazooie, mm. or uh, yeah, Gruntilda from Banjo Kazooie. Same yeah. character. Same character. Mm-mm. No, you're right. You're right. So, uh, but yeah, man, um, I'm looking forward to this April 19th, and uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm really wondering where they're going to go with this or how they're going to do it. But I feel like they're going to do it right. You know, cause yeah. I, I don't want it to be too serious cause it's the power Rangers, but you know, you want to have some type of edge to it. And uh, with it being on Netflix, man, they might, they might be able to go a little, Oh yeah. A little bit deeper than uh your typical Fox uh, show or whatnot. Fox kids, Fox kids network, you know, shout out to Fox kids, man. Fox kids, Saturdays and weekdays and all that. Uh, but yeah, again, that's going down April 19th. So all my Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fans, get ready because Morphin Time is only a few weeks away. It's Morphin Time! It's Morphin Time! All right. And uh, oh, and before we end it out, uh, you put me on game to this uh, little teaser. Cinematic masterpiece. You want to let the people know yes. what this cinematic masterpiece is? So as of today, a new trailer jo- dropped for a film called Big Shark. Big Shark. Created by none other than Hollywood icon, mm. legend, mm. dare I say God. Oh, boy. Tommy, what's up? What's up? Where's that? That's it. <laughs> Creator of The Room. There it he is. He has returned to grace us once more with his presence. Yes. And now we have Big Shark coming soon. Big we don't know shark. when it's coming, but it's coming soon. It's coming soon, y'all. And this is in this trailer. Like you think this is okay. This is a movie about another shark uh, attacking people off of a beach. Yeah. Uh, Jaws or the mm. Meg or something. Deep blue sea. No. 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 This is a shark coming to land, baby. <laughs> you see this body swimming across the streets of Louisiana. Because mm. it's, it, it's like uh, humanity's greatest threat comes to the bayou. Mm. And like the there's like a boxing scene in this where it's literally you just see these two guys I, boxing dude, each I, other i swear this was a boxing movie <laughs> and then a shark just comes out and starts out of nowhere eating people yeah cinema oh yeah man yeah man hey man I, they've been telling y'all about climate change. <laughs> this is what the you water. have to look forward to. Yeah, man. Sharks is going to start taking over the land now. What you going to do? Al Gore tried to warn you, and uh, it's too late. Big Shark has come, and he is eating your children in the streets of New Orleans. That's right. That's right. I mean, we try to tell you. We tried. We tried. We tried to tell you. We wanted to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Why didn't you listen? <laughs> But yeah, nah, man, this, uh, if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor, uh, go ahead and check it out. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he also launched a new series of uh, underwear draws. Oh, yeah, yeah, some draws out there, man. You know, and I ain't gonna lie, after looking at that, uh, those draws look pretty dope. I might have to, I might go ahead and support my man over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I can always use the new draws, man. You know what I'm saying? When you get older, you know, you need... Because we were kids, we hated socks and draws you would get as a present. But now I'm like, that's all I want. Yes, that's, that's I don't want nothing else but socks and draws, man. You know what I'm saying? You never have enough of those. All right. So, uh, Tommy, uh, you might get my money. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that about wraps up our coming soon previews. So definitely let us know your thoughts on those trailers and more. Because obviously, by the time this episode drops, there might be three or four or five more trailers. So make sure you follow us on social media at the comic section so you stay in tune for all the latest trailers when they drop. All right. And finally, we got our review segment of the show. And uh, Rigel. You know, super excited, man. Mm-hmm. You got to watch Creed 3. I saw Creed 3, baby. That's right. So uh, for the fans out there who follow us on TikTok, I'm sure they've probably already seen your reaction. If not, you want to let the people know your thoughts on Creed Tress. Yeah. So uh, this is the next installment in the Creed franchise. I was really excited to get into it. And uh, like I said last week, this is the first time I've ever seen like a movie trailer for a franchise I've never like been invested in beforehand. And then seeing that one trailer, I was like, Oh no, this looks 
really good. I'm all in. Uh, watch Creed 1 and 2. You heard me talk about them last week. Love those movies. So went in to see this one and can confirm this movie's great as well, too. Um, oh, my God. I, I can't really say anything more other from what I said in that uh, TikTok video, but it is a really, really great movie. I feel like if they don't make another Creed movie after this one, uh-huh. I would be totally fine with it. I I know they're going to make a Creed 4. I heard like whisperings and rumblings already that there is a Creed 4 in the works. Oh, yeah. Um, but this is a really solid movie. Uh, basically, it focuses entirely on Adonis Creed. He is officially retiring. He's uh, set himself up as like he is the undisputed boxing heavyweight champion. He is done. And then his uh, his old buddy, played by Jonathan Majors, there he is. Kang himself, Kang. comes back into, the, into his life. He's an old childhood friend. Uh, that they got separated from each other because you learn in the movie, uh, he basically like took the fall for, uh, for some stuff that went down, um, was in jail this entire time. Mm. Uh, and he wants to like prove himself as like the next heavyweight champion. He's like, Oh, Hey, you're, you're my little bro. Yeah. So like, where's my chance? Where's my, cause I'm like, talk clock's ticking on me. I gotta get in there. No. Yeah. You're right. And my God, the fights in this movie mm -hmm. um yeah michael b jordan took the uh the directing reins on this and he is a phenomenal action director yeah um he very much was heavily inspired by anime yeah. creating this movie uh -huh. and it's like not only do you get that with like the chemistry between uh adonis creed and jonathan major's character right oh, wait it's Oh my God! What is the character's name? It's going to bother me now because it was like Don. Yeah, it was like yes. Yeah, uh, no, not Don. It was. It'll come back to me. Yeah, John, the major's character. Yeah. Uh, like they have like such a great like antagonistic chemistry, but it's like they used to be cool, and then suddenly just things went sideways. Like Goku and Vegeta, mm -hmm. all of the the Majin Buu saga, right? Like freaking uh, Sasuke and Naruto. Um. Yeah, no, they they go all out with the uh, the fights in this too. You, you see, like them do like slow mo shots that are like just so well timed and mm -hmm. so like perfect to show you like what they're thinking of in that split second in that yeah, moment, right? Um, and that fight at the at the end, at the end, oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah man. Yeah, no, I give it a a, a nine and a half out of ten. Hey, weirdly enough. Weirdly enough, my one critique with this movie uh -huh. is there is no Sylvester Stallone in yes, it, right. which I normally wouldn't have a problem with, mm -hmm. but they don't even address his character's absence in the movie. Right. Like, they're just like, he's not here. Yeah, they they don't even say his name at any point. I'm like, it's a little weird considering, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, he's kind of been like your huge mentor slash surrogate father figure yeah. in the last two movies. Right. But, Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, and there's uh there's word that uh with the fourth one, because I mean they're making they made so much money. They the fourth one's happening. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> we'll just say it right now. Fourth one's happening, and word is that he'll be back in the fourth one. So, you know, I yeah. wouldn't uh wouldn't be surprised at that, man. And uh yeah, man, Creed three, if you haven't seen it, man, I echo your sentiments exactly. It's a great film. I love the Creed franchise. And uh yeah, I'm obviously, man, you could tell my Michael B. Jordan doesn't make it a secret that he is a huge anime fan and obviously the fights you can see it you there, can oh if man. you're a dbz fan yes there's one shot in oh particular my gosh yes. when i saw it i was like damn that's it that's it and the matter of fact they even asked him too they were like hey man i mean i don't know who he was being interviewed by uh obviously it was like a big nerd and they recognized that and they were like hey so I mean, it's your first time directing. You you did that. We could see the anime in there. Uh, you thought about you know going doing an anime film. Is it time that the world finally does another crack at Dragon Ball Z? Uh, can they do it? And they're like, hey man, you did your thing on this one. And he was you know he was kind of like, ooh, that's a lot. Because I remember uh, was it Jordan Peele? I think they were. He was kind of looking at uh, Akira, mm -hmm. and he was like, nah, never mind. I ain't. I'm because I mean he's a huge Akira fan because he you know obviously if you've watched his movies especially uh, Nope 
You see the Akira slide. Yes. And I mean, they do the Akira slide in a bunch of films. They, you know, slide that little in there, see, slide. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm thinking, hey, man, the anime, that's the next thing to crack. They did video games, but now anime. That's the next one. That's the next one. But, uh, but Creed 3, I'm with you. I'm going to give it, I'm going to have to see it again, but I'm right there with you, man. I'm giving it about a nine. I give it like a nine, nine out of 10. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and since it's just you and me, man, we got a little bit more time, man. So uh, you wanted to review something else? I got a little something else I want to talk about. I've yeah. been working on this since uh, this February. Um, so you may recall that during February, during my Black History Month review. That's right. I needed to cheer myself up after watching Juice. Uh. <laughs> so I began rewatching Static Shock. Hey! <laughs> Cartoon Network classic um, story of Virgil Hawkins uh, becoming the titular superhero, Static Shock. Um, it's on HBO Max for now. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I'm almost done rewatching the entire series. I want to say I only have like a couple of episodes left in season four mm. before it's all done. Um, holy crap, yeah. y'all. This show has aged like fine wine. It it really is something to behold. Like especially the first two seasons, uh, watching this show mm-hmm. and comparing it to like modern day, just even like television and superhero stories in general. Like so much of them are just focused on the spectacle of like, oh yeah, a person of superpowers, bing bang boom. Right. Uh, but like with static a lot of the episodes especially a lot of the early on episodes like not only were they great like just superhero like action no he's going up against this ridiculous foe this week Mm -hmm. um but a lot of it was like reinforcing a moral yes like bringing attention to certain issues like Mm -hmm. there's an entire episode where he goes up against a girl who has snow powers Mm -hmm. but she's a homeless girl yes and like it's about him like learning about like youth homelessness and how that's like such a huge epidemic in in the country mind you this show came out like the early aughts the early 2000s 2000 yeah yeah um and it's still like like you watch that in today's time like yeah if anything the statistics they're talking about have only gotten worse mm-hmm. oh boy <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah man um but by god like virgil hawkins is by far one of my favorite superheroes static shock i grew up watching the series as a kid Rewatching it as adult it did not disappoint yeah later episodes in season four they do get into kind of more of that bing bang boom uh-huh. superhero stuff and lose more of the morals that they were trying to teach right but still like a really really good rewatch especially the episode where um it's basically a psa about school shootings yes that no, i remember that, that episode. episode man i watch it like you couldn't make this today without it uh basically like having a bunch of republican senators being like rawr, rawr, oh, yeah. be elite. like they, yeah. they would not have made this they wouldn't have made it <laughs> or it especially been like they, yeah they were heavily censored oh it. my gosh yeah. yeah yeah um no it's it is a hell of a time. Uh, I give it like it is a nine and a half. Um, please, please, if you are a fan of uh, superhero stories, of uh, one like watch the show, read the new comic because mm-hmm. there's a new comic that DC just started with uh, updating uh, Static Shock, bringing him into more of the like modern pop culture. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely get invested in that because Static is is just a great hero and i'm going to say this mm-hmm. i'm going to do it all right do it static shocked walked so that miles morales could run we would not have that incredible leap of faith miles morales scene if we didn't have virgil hawkins uh hopping up and just being being static shock that's right he set the bar yes we have him to to thank for for just the incredible use of like black superheroes becoming like more part of like the modern zeitgeist. Yeah, Truly. man. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, man. And I couldn't have said that better myself, man. Static shock is definitely one of those characters where, 
you know, another character that I feel like is underrated, but now I feel like more and more people are starting to to go back and do what you're doing and kind of revisiting the character. Like, nah, man, this character is is super important, super vital, mm-hmm. and uh, and I feel like no, I know they're they're going to do a static shock something like Michael B. Jordan. It might the two of yeah, us. Yeah, and there was rumors that he was uh, actually. I think he actually signed on to be a producer of a static shock film or a live adaptation of something. But Static Shock is coming. I, I know it. I'm like, that's too valuable of a franchise to to not uh to do. But um yeah, I'm yeah, you that right there, man, how you broke that down, I'm I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it, man. Cause yeah, that show was definitely amazing. And uh yeah, man, word. Static shock, man. Mm-mm, got real big, big superhero got real big, big. Hey, hey, that's right. That's also, right. Shout out to the show for reminding me that uh Lil Romeo was was a thing. Cause yes. like I completely forgot about him. And then season three, <laughs> the introductions uh, a rap from Lil Romeo. I was yeah. Like, oh Lil snap. Romeo. Lil Romeo got kids now, man. Romeo Damn. a dad. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Romeo, a full dad, man. That's how it goes, man. Time is Daddy flying. Daddy Romeo. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, man. Time is flying, uh, man. Make it stop. Make it stop. I, I know. Like I wish. Anymore. I wish. Get me off this crazy world of poster hey, called life. I'm telling you, man. It's a it's a crazy ride, but we strapped in, man. We uh we can only go where we can go, man. Put your hands up and smile for the camera, because we getting a, a crazy shot of us going down. <laughs> emotional damage. That's what I'm talking about for sure, man. We definitely feel that emotional damage. And uh, But speaking of time, man, that about wraps up another great issue of the comics section podcast and as always man roger you want to let the good people know where they can find you of course y'all can find me on facebook tiktok and instagram at flash.photography.cause that's for my personal slash cosplay page and then for my all-around memetacular page you can also follow me at always sunny in watchmen at instagram and facebook uh, where I be posting the dopest of memes. That's right. Uh, also, a quick shout out because they're not here. Uh, Lucha Vandross, that's Ant's Instagram. If yeah. you want to follow them. And uh, also give a follow to uh, our the former co-host of the podcast, Lil Co. Yes, yes. They have been killing it with recent cutouts. I'm actually staring at some of their bendy yeah, cutouts that coming. they've gotten. It looks uh, hella tight. No, I do. And follow them at Cut It Out Cosplay and Comics. There you go. So make sure you do that, man. Follow them as always. All right. Get them numbers up for all of us. And uh, speaking of, man, shout out to our producer extraordinaire, Reggie C. Make sure you follow him at Sonic M embassy for his podcast sonic embassy presents podcast and a lot of his amazing production work because people always ask you know like hey man who does your production man i'm like hey man that's reggie c man sonic embassy you know what i'm saying so uh make sure you go follow him and check out all the awesome audio projects that he has in the works and currently going as we speak including this awesome podcast that you're listening to also make sure you follow yours truly j rock the mic on facebook instagram no twitter at j-r-o-c-d-a-m-i-c and as always make sure you follow the comic section on all social media platforms facebook instagram tiktok and you don't stop twitter all over just google the comic section man that's where you'll find us and also while you do that head over to our main website thecomicsectionnetwork.com again that's thecomicsectionnetwork.com shout outs to our merch partner who recently just welcomed the birth of a baby boy exotic enclave (laughs) shout out shout outs congratulations yeah man shout out to my homie right there man so uh you know send major love to the exotic enclave our merch partner and like I said, while you're at the comic section network.com, head over to our merch store, use promo code best fans ever, save yourself 10% off on all the items in the merch store. All right. And uh, and I think that wraps everything up, man. I think we did it. I think we knocked it out the park as always. And thank you guys so much, man. I, I keep saying this and uh, I'm going to keep saying it too. Y'all going to get tired of it. But I mean it when I say it, man, like you guys give us so much love. You know, our downloads, our plays are going up every week. 
uh, get so many DMs, man. And uh, we, we have people who are just fans of the show and they tell us to keep going. And uh, that's what we're doing, man. So mm, uh, we do it for y'all. We do it for y'all. That's right. Do it for all of y'all, man. So, uh, you know, we just going to continue to keep building and this platform just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. So continue to keep letting your friends, your family, your loved ones, even the people you don't like. Send all this right? to your enemies and be like, you're missing out. Yeah. You I'm an not- awesome person. This is what I listen to. That's right. That's right. Tell me you want to get on a cool train. With- you, you could be cool like me, but uh. not, you're not listening to this podcast. <laughs> For shame. For shame. All right. All right, y'all. Well, uh, other than that, I've been your host, Jason, alongside my co-host. Rachel. And we'll catch you guys next week for a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast. Peace. You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. <laughs>